welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I hope all is going well with you and your family and that you are finding some fun and interesting things to do together while you all are at home. Now, I know that because of the coronavirus, we are all stuck at home, but there is no reason why we can't have a little bit of fun and make the best of it while we are at home. I have been doing a lot of thinking during this time, well, almost for the past four weeks, because the girls, their school let out like the 16th of March, and so we've pretty much been consistently home except for like a trip to the grocery store. But other than that, I can say that we have been home like for the last four weeks. So I've had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to do things, and I've just decided that as long as we are all under the stay-at-home order, which they enacted, um, I think, last week. But I was staying at home anyway. But since we're all home, I was like, we might as well make the best of it because there is no need for us to be at home complaining and being upset and stressed out. Guys, I'm just going to tell you, it is what it is. Coronavirus is here. We're um, being asked to stay at home. Some of us have laws in order or stay-at-home orders out there saying that you have to stay at home unless we have to go out maybe food or medicine or gas it is or work it is what it is so let's just make the best of it it's not going away and i've seen a lot of things on social media which i think is funny where they're like tell you it if um asking if the offer for your mom to slap you back to next year is still on the table that's hilarious and i've seen some people ask can we go back to 2019 which is funny and even if we did go back to 2019 it was stop what's happening for a minute, but then we still eventually have to go back to 2020. And the whole thing is, 2019 is gone. We can't go back there no matter how much we joke about it, wish we could. It's over. It's a done deal. We can't go back. So let us just deal with 2020 and deal with it. Because here's the thing. We're stuck here now. We don't know a lot about the coronavirus, but... Things are going to get better. Like, as time moves forward, we'll learn more about the coronavirus. Just like they learned a lot about the flu since 1918, we will figure out vaccines for it, just like they did for the flu. And I do think that um, we will move past this and that what we are doing now is going to determine our mindset for dealing with the rest of 2020. Now, I've made up my mind. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to take things as they come. But then here's another thing, because we can't control what's going on. I'm going to work on things that I can control. And I can control washing my hands and making sure I do what I can do to stay healthy. I can also control what I do now while I'm at home and try to work and grow my business and work on music. I can also take this time to learn and develop new skills. And... This is the perfect time to develop new skills that I've always wanted to develop. And this is the perfect time because so many people are giving away free webinars and art classes and just different things that maybe a month ago I'd have to pay for. And when it comes to paying for webinars, I never really like to pay for um, online classes or online um, classes or courses that people sell because I don't have time to follow through with it normally I'm just so busy doing all these other things and my time to actually work on my own business is limited to maybe five or six hours a day because I had to pick the kids up and take them to school. So normally I don't have time for anything else except what I'm doing, um, VIP kids and working on my business. But now I have tons of time. I don't have to take the kids anywhere. And the great thing is that one of the courses that I really wanted to take uh, by Carrie Cole, I 
did not take, but it was offered for free a couple weeks ago. So I signed up for it. And so I have access to this online course that I would have had to pay for, that I don't have to pay for, and I have the time now to actually learn and develop these skills. I've also been working on mixing, mastering, kind of like the producing side of things because I've always found it fascinating. It's something I wanted to do but never had time to do. But it's something that I know I need to do because I don't always have the time to go to a studio. And sometimes I just need to work on things quickly here at the house. And this enables me to do that. So I've been working on that. I've been watching a lot of YouTube tutorials on this girl called, I think it's Boss Producer. It's really good. And she talks about how to mix, master, how to do all the technical things when it comes to like producing your music. So it's fun. So right now I'm doing a whole bunch of things that I have time to do that I never would have had time to do. So guys, if you're interested in doing something, Check it out online. They may have a free course. They may have free tutorials. Check YouTube. There are a lot of resources out there. And until you look for them, you're not going to find them. So take this time to look for resources and things to do um, as far as your goals and dreams are concerned. Do the research now. Do the studying. Do the work now. Because we have time to do the work. Because once this gets past us, you will have implemented what you need to implement, you would have studied, learned, and begin working on what you want so that when this is over, you can actually go out and start doing what you want to do. So take this time to learn. Spend time with family and friends. Connect. Do things. I mean, don't let this just be a time where you're bored, stuck in house, and mad at the world and terrified. Let it go. Do what you can do. And then learn and grow and enjoy the people that you're with. Speaking of enjoying the people that I'm in the house with, Saturday night, my girls and I, we did like a slumber party. Now, this was fun. I haven't done anything like this with them since they were like really small. And they have always been screaming for the past few years, Mommy, I want to do a slumber party. But I kind of didn't want to do it because I didn't want to sleep out on the couch and just sleeping out in the living room. But we did it this time. And it was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Now, I didn't have a chance to nap during the day. So I'm just going to be honest and tell you, I fell asleep around 12. But that's an improvement because normally I go to sleep before 12. But we sat up, we ate snacks, we watched movies. And the girls, oh, for the first time, I actually saw the first Guardian of the Galaxies. And this was like the, for the first time. So I'm really thrilled to start to see what the second one is about. But for the first time, I saw Guardian of the Galaxies on Disney+. And then the girls, they got a chance to see um, The Sound of Music for the first time. I didn't realize I never let them watch it. I remember when I was a kid, I saw it. And I love that movie. But it didn't occur to me until later on that they had never seen it. So after we watched Guardians of the Galaxy, they couldn't really decide what they wanted to watch. And so I was like, okay, it's my turn. And so they watched The Sound of Music. Of course, I kind of fell asleep on it because I was tired and it was late at night. But they liked it. They watched it. They liked it. They played video games. They managed to sit up until like 4 o'clock and then they decided that it was time for them to go to sleep. But it was really fun and I enjoyed it. And... I also realized that I asked tons of questions during movies. The kids were polite, and they're like, Mom, you just have to watch the movie in order to know what's going on. Which I thought was funny because I like to know what happened in movies before I even watch them. Like, I usually just go to movie spoilers before I watch a movie. Then I just read exactly what happens. Then I watch the movie. Because for me, some read for me, I don't even know why, I like to know the ending. 
I like to know what's going to happen. Maybe I'm a little control freak. I don't know. But I like to know what's happening, even with movies. So I will enjoy my movie watching experience if I know what's going to happen at the end. So it's very rare for me to watch a movie when it first comes out because I don't have time to look and see. No one knows what happened at the end. So I wait for a while till they have something about a movie spoilers. Then I read it. And then I watch it. So... That is what I do. I think I'm going to stop that because now, because of the whole coronavirus, they are starting to release movies on demand that are going to be in theaters. So, who knows? Maybe I'll just watch a movie for the sake of it and then just try to enjoy the experience of not knowing what's going to happen and just watch the movie. But we're really finding some fun things to do here. And so, I'm excited um, about what we're doing, about what I'm doing, and I'm actually optimistic about all of this, because I know that it's going to go, you know, we're going to get past this, and we're going to be okay, so I'm thinking of some fun and creative things to do with the kids, I'm thinking maybe this week, I will might do like an Easter egg hunt or something, okay, I know my kids are huge, but they have not been in the backyard for a minute, so maybe I'll do it in the backyard, or scatter to the house, anyway, we're going to do something fun, so guys, how about you, what are you guys doing, um, what are some creative and fun things that you're doing with your kids or grandkids, nieces or nephews? I may steal some of your ideas, so I really need you to tell me. I would really like to hear what you guys are doing. But even if you don't have any kids at home or grandkids, nieces or nephews, or you're not doing anything fun, I would really just like to hear from you and know what have you been up to these past few weeks. I just think that during this time, it's really important for us to check in with one another to make sure that we are all okay. So please, guys, do me a favor, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to the Music and Vibes podcast page on Facebook and just leave me a brief message letting me know that you are okay. My family and I, we're doing okay, and we're fine, but I want to check in with you and see how you are doing. So can you guys please do that for me? Go to the Music and Vibes podcast facebook page and then leave me a message letting me know i'm okay i really appreciate that if you would do that for me and i can't wait to hear Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about how to deal with anxiety. Now, I was originally going to talk about this and about anxiety and your marriage in episode 10 of this season, but with everything that is going on in the world right now, I just thought it would be a good idea to talk about anxiety and your marriage now instead of later. Now, if there are some things we need to revisit or if you have any questions, just send me a message on Facebook and let me know, and we can always come back to the subject because there's so much to talk about, but... For today, we're just going to talk about anxiety and your marriage. And as you are listening to this podcast, I know you're going to probably be listening to it from your house because just like me, we're all home with the coronavirus. Not with the coronavirus, but we're home because of the coronavirus. I think that's a better way to rephrase that. So we're all home. And I know you guys have to be dealing with some fears and anxiety because it is a lot. We've never had to deal with this before. For example, I'm a germaphobe. I have always been one. If you sneeze, you better believe I'm going to just go to the other side of the room. You know, I'm not going to even come near you. And that's just me. I don't even want to catch a cold or the flu. 
So you know for a fact I do not want to catch this. I remember as a child, someone sneezed, and I remember me trying to get as far away from, the, from them as possible. It was so bad until if someone had like a disease or was sick, my mom would not tell me because she knew I would not go near them, wouldn't hug them, wouldn't talk to them. I would just isolate myself to another part of the room. So I've always been like that. Anytime anyone in my house got sick when I was younger, I would literally like stay away from them until they got better. I would quarantine myself in my room until they got better. Or I will wipe down stuff that they touched just to make sure I did not get sick. Now, that's how I've always been. I just don't know why. But I've always been like that. So, it did, like, get a little bit better once I got married and once I had kids. Because when you have children, when they get sick, you have to take care of them. Kids are not the cleanest all the time. They lick their hands. They want to touch your face or touch you. They sneeze in their hand and give you hugs. And, you know... I had, you know, as a parent, you can't scream and be like, get away from me, you're Jeremy. You can't do that. So you just hug your kid and then you'd be like, okay, now you need to wash your hands. So you explain these things to them. But I have to say being a mom has helped me not to be so much of a germaphobe. So when it comes to my kids, I am not a germaphobe. When it comes to everybody else, I still am kind of. I've worked on it and tweaked some things because, you know, it's just not nice to do certain things. But I've worked on it, so I'm a lot better than what I used to be. But as you can imagine, the whole coronavirus situation has been quite stressful for me. And I'm pretty sure that it has been just as stressful for you. In addition to the stress of potentially getting sick with the virus that is unpredictable and there is currently no cure for it, then you throw in the stress of maybe losing a job or maybe not being able to pay your bills because everything is shut down, kids being out of school for the year, having to stay home and not knowing when things are going to return back to normal, dealing with kids who are also dealing with some kind of stress because they don't know when they're going to see their friends or what's going to happen with school, or kids who are going to graduate or go to the next grade, and they're going to do middle school. It's just so much unknown and uncertainty out there. So with all these things going on, it is no wonder that you are feeling anxious and having some anxiety. Now, for a lot of us, the anxiety that we feel is based on our situation and what we're going through now. It's based on what's going on in our lives at this time. It is perfectly normal, and let me reassure you once again, it is perfectly normal for you to feel anxious during stressful and life-changing events. It's perfectly normal for you to feel stressed and have anxiety now. Anxiety is not always caused by an underlying condition, but it can be caused by stress that can result from work, school, personal relationships. It can be stress that is from emotional trauma, stress from financial concern, stress caused by a chronic or serious medical condition. It can be stress caused by a major event or performance. It could be the side effect of certain medications. It can also deal, have a lot to do with alcohol consumption or drugs such as cocaine. A lack of oxygen can make you anxious. And another thing that a lot of people are anxious about right now is the coronavirus. These are just examples of some of the things that can make you have anxiety. Now, while the stress that majority of people are feeling is perfectly normal, there are many people out there who are dealing with anxiety disorders. And 
the added stress of everything that's happening right now is making things a lot harder on them. Now, what's the difference between generalized anxiety disorder and just regular anxiety? Well, the major difference is that people with generalized anxiety disorders tend to feel ex- excessive, exaggerated anxiety, and they worry about everyday life events with no obvious reason for worry. People with symptoms of generalized anxiety disorder tend to always expect disaster and can't stop worrying about health, money, family, work, or school. And people with generalized anxiety disorder, the worry is often unrealistic or out of proportion for the situation. Daily life becomes a constant state of worry, fear, and dread. So eventually, the anxiety is so... Uh, so overpowering that it dominates the person's thinking, it interferes with daily functioning, which includes work, school, other activities, and, of course, relationships. Whereas regular anxiety is usually short-term, and it goes away once the situation or the stress is gone or resolved. Now, regardless of whether you are experiencing anxiety as a result of generalized anxiety disorder or just general anxiety because what's happening now in the world, or your marriage, your personal relationships, homework, etc. Anxiety can still have a negative impact on your marriage. It can stop you from engaging with your spouse. It can lead you to avoid events or situations that your spouse wants to go to or do because you don't want to do it. It can cause you to become fixated on only talking about certain things, which can emotionally drain your spouse. You may also want your spouse to fix your anxiety and your worry. And then, even when they don't, it may lead you to feel detached from them, and it makes them feel more detached from you. It can cause your spouse to worry more, as well as your children or other friends or family members. So just having anxiety can take a toll, not just on you, But it can take a toll on your marriage and your spouse and your kids. So having tons of anxiety is not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for your spouse. not good for your kids. not good for your marriage. Personal relationships, you get it. It's just not good to have so much anxiety going on. So since we know it's not good to have so much anxiety, I guess the question is what can you do to help you manage the anxiety that you might be feeling right now because let's just be honest you are going to feel anxiety because we are living in a world that's uncertain and you're this is life you deal with different things that make you feel anxious having anxiety is not a bad thing having anxiety is a normal thing but it is something that even though it's normal And even though it's not bad to have based on different situations, it's something that if you let go unchecked can take over every aspect of your life. Now, for those of you who have anxiety disorder, what I'm saying doesn't really apply to you. And that's just because what you primarily have probably are doing is having getting treatment taking medication, seeing a psychiatrist, talking to them about it, as well as doing maybe some techniques at home to help you cope. And that is what you need to do. So that is good for you. But what I'm talking about is people who are feeling anxious right now because of things that are going on. And that type of anxiety is perfectly normal. And there are some things that can be done to help you deal with that. Now, if you're feeling anxious right now, what we're going to do right now is just talk about some things that can be done to help you feel better and help you deal with your anxiety. Now, 
there are going to be three different types of anxiety that I'm going to talk about. So the first one is going to be if you have anxiety disorder, we're going to talk about what can be done to help you. The next thing we're going to talk about is if you're dealing with anxiety from relationships or work or anything else, school, kids, anything. If you're dealing with anxiety from a situation that you're going through right now, we're going to talk about some self-care tips to help you with that. And if you are dealing with anxiety about the coronavirus, believe it or not, I looked it up, there is something out there called coronavirus anxiety. And we're going to talk about self-care tips to help you deal with that. So there are three, those are the three types of anxiety we're going to talk about. I want to first start off with generalized anxiety disorder and let you know that um, if you do have generalized anxiety disorder, then treatment for you would include maybe taking antidepressants, which is medication, or maybe psychotherapy or cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, psychotherapy involves you talking with a therapist to help you figure out what triggers your anxiety and then finding coping mechanisms on how to deal with anxiety. Cognitive behavior therapy is beneficial as well because it can be done in a group or it can be done in an individual setting. And this just involves you talking to a therapist and they're helping you to change your behavior patterns, which can also help you identify what triggers your anxiety, and then you guys can come up with ways to cope. In addition to medication and seeing a counselor, prayer and meditation can also be used along with treatment to help manage anxiety if you have generalized anxiety disorder. Now, if you are just dealing with anxiety because of a situation that you're dealing with at this time, I don't know, maybe your marriage is not doing well and you're having anxiety about that. Maybe your kids are giving you problems. Maybe you're having anxiety about that. It could be financial. Maybe you're having financial anxiety. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe there are a lot of things going on right now that you're just unsure about and you're having anxiety about that. Or it could be just having everybody in the house for like a month. That can cause you anxiety. So if you are just having regular anxiety because of a situation that you're in or a situation that you're going through, then here are just some self-care tips for you that might be able to help you manage your anxiety. Um, exercise daily. The reason it's important to exercise daily because exercising, believe it or not, relieves tension, it relieves stress, and it kind of is a way of helping you to calm down. Maintain a positive attitude. I've noticed that when I am positive, I feel less anxiety and I feel less stress. When I'm not positive and I'm thinking about the negative and focusing on all the things that could go wrong, then yeah, I'm feeling stress and anxiety. So maintain a positive attitude. Get enough sleep. Make sure that you're resting because rest can do a world of good for you when it comes to feeling stress. So make sure you're getting enough sleep. This is important. Learn what triggers your anxiety and then alleviate it. So if you see that arguments triggers your anxiety, then alleviate arguments by finding better ways to communicate without arguing. Or if your kid constantly knocking their glass of water down when they're trying to eat gives you anxiety, do not give them a glass of water when it's time to eat. Have them stand over the sink when it's time to drink. I mean, whatever it is, I don't know what triggers you're facing and I don't know what triggers your anxiety, but whatever it is, alleviate it. Learn what that trigger is and alleviate it. That is a good way to begin to decrease and manage your anxiety. Eat a well-balanced meal. Eat 
a well-balanced meal, have a good diet, eat healthy, because all of these things play a big role and factor when it comes to stress and anxiety. Did you know that when you don't eat healthy or properly, that that can cause your body to be more stressed? Did you know that when you don't get enough sleep or exercise or fresh air, that you can easily become stressed and you have more anxiety? All of these things, like exercising, positive attitude, getting enough rest, eating a well-balanced meal or a diet, all of this works together to help you be less stressed, it calms you down, it makes you a healthier person, not just physically, but emotionally as well. So these are ways to help you manage your anxiety. Practice self-relaxation um, techniques, maybe such as yoga. Many people have found yoga to be calming for them and it helps decrease their anxiety. Meditation is good to help decrease anxiety. And prayer is a good thing that you can do to help you decrease anxiety. And if you are smoking um, or consuming a lot of caffeinated drinks, it would be a good idea right now to stop that because all of these things add on to your anxiety. So these are just some things that you can do to help you alleviate and start to decrease the anxiety that you're feeling while you are at home. Now, if you are dealing with stress, specifically because of what is going on with the coronavirus, here are some self-help tips for you. The first thing that you can do is take care of yourself. You notice how all of this is going together, how taking care of yourself is a way to help you decrease your anxiety. Take a walk. Don't just be stuck in the house because that will drive you insane. Take a walk. Go walk around your neighborhood, walk in the backyard. If you, there's a park in your area, walk in the park. But here's what I'm going to tell you, okay? It's okay for you to go outside of your house and walk and exercise. But what we don't want you to do is go out of your house, hang out with a bunch of your friends, have a picnic, have playdates. All of you guys are in close proximity. Nope, don't do that. But it's okay for you to get out of your house to take a walk. It's okay for you to get out of your house to exercise. That is fine. It's just being in close spaces with other people other than family members is not really a good idea right now. Remember, continue to practice social distancing. Another thing that you can do if you're feeling stressed out because of the coronavirus and if you're having anxiety because of it, Limit the time you spend reading or watching news information about the virus. Now, remember I told you I did that a couple weeks ago? Because I get this. I was feeling stressed and I was having anxiety because of the coronavirus. So, I talked to you about this and I said I limited my time of read. I gave myself 10 or 20 minutes a day to either read about the coronavirus or watch news information about it. So maybe 10 minutes in the, day, in the morning, 10 minutes at night, maybe all 20 in the morning, all 20 at night. Regardless of how it worked out, I just gave myself 20 minutes to deal with the coronavirus information because it's just so much. So limit the time that you are reading or watching news information about the coronavirus. Let me just tell you from someone who's done this before, it will help you a whole lot and it will alleviate so much anxiety it's almost like a weight will be lifted off your shoulders so do that that is the single most important thing i would say to do stop reading about it stop watching news about it just give yourself maybe 10 or 20 minutes enough to be informed but not enough to get scared and then take care of yourself take a walk plan but do not panic okay People get that confused. It's okay to be informed. It's okay to have a plan. 
but do not panic. Because if you panic, you are not going to be able to, first of all, come up with a rational plan of action. You're not going to be able to think rationally. And your plan is not going to make sense because you're, re- you're acting out of fear and not acting off of information. So you don't want to act out of fear. That never goes anywhere. It's not a good thing. Don't do it. You need to act out of information and not fear. The next thing that is important is to meditate or pray. Now, meditation and prayer both have a common effect on you because of the fact that you are stepping away from what you're normally doing and you're taking time away from your usual activities to have a place of quiet, to pray, to think, or to meditate. So that is why it has a common effect because you're relaxing yourself. When you pray, you're talking to God. When you're meditating, you are focusing on positive things and not negative things. This is why prayer and meditation or prayer or meditation have been so crucial in helping people with anxiety because you are taking time away from your normal activity. You're realizing that there's somebody bigger than you who is in charge of all this stuff. So you no longer have to be in control or in charge of what's going on because nine times out of 10, we are not in control of the things that we are have anxiety about. We can't control them. So when you pray or when you meditate, you're letting go of the need to have control. And once you let that go, you will alleviate so much anxiety. So prayer or meditation is also good to help you with anxiety. Another thing that I say, especially for the coronavirus, be social. Do not isolate yourself. And yes, yes, I know we have social distancing, which is fine. But you can still be social and still maintain social distancing. Like, for example, you just have to come up with creative ways to connect. I know that um, my family and I, what we are doing is we connect by talking on a WhatsApp or once a week we get together and we have like we talk on Zoom or you can have my church. They did like a Netflix party. I think it's a Disney Plus party where they um, everyone picked a movie that they wanted to watch together, and then they watched it all together. Well, everybody in their own house watched it on Disney+, and then talked about what the movie was about afterwards. You can invite friends to play video games if you are into video games. That's what my daughters have been doing. They have been inviting friends to play video games with them, so they're still able to keep up with their friends. They can talk to their friends through Instagram. They can text. They can call. If you're older and you want to play and you're not into like video games, you can play words with friends. There are so many games that you can play and you can invite other people to play those games with you. Like I said, you can text, you can call, you can FaceTime. You guys can even do like a Zoom party where you guys get together on Zoom and maybe you guys can cook something together, share recipes. There are so many ways for you to be social without actually being with people until there's really no need to feel isolated or alone. So try to be proactive, find ways to be social. You can even do like different groups on Facebook or of people who like to do similar things that you join different groups, but there are ways to be social. So be social during this time. Don't isolate yourself and just be creative with the ways you come up to spend time with friends and family. Focus on things, and I think this is very important. Focus on things that you can control, and don't worry about things that you can't control. Because the things that we can control are washing our hands, 
um, social distancing, taking care of ourselves, sleeping, proper exercise and nutrition. These are things we can control. Now, you can't control whether you get the virus or not. That is how it is. You can do the things that you can control, but you can't control if you get it or not. You can't control how your body will react to it. So stop trying to control things that you can't control. Focus on what you can control. Stay home. Wash hands. Social distance. Only go out if you have to. You can control those things. But the things you can't control, let it go. Don't even worry about it because there's nothing you can do about it anyway. And think of it like this. Even if you spend all day worrying about all the things that you could not control, it is not going to help you control these things. And it's not going to affect the outcome of what happens with the things you can't control. So, only control what you can control. Don't worry about the things that you can't control. As I was going through all three of these different so either treatment list or self-care list, the one thing that is mentioned in all of these lists, and it was mentioned in the treatment list for people who had general, generalized anxiety disorder, and it was mentioned in both self-care lists for people who were just dealing with anxiety or people who had specific anxiety about the coronavirus. Now, the one thing, well, actually two things, that is on everybody's list is prayer or meditation. Did you know that prayer and meditation are highly effective in lowering our reactivity to trauma and negative events? And this is according to Dr. Paul Hochmuller, a marriage family therapist and addiction therapist. He says they are powerful because they focus our thoughts on something outside of ourselves. So during these stressful times, our limbic system, more commonly known as our central nervous system, becomes hyperactive. Which does two things. It thrusts us into survival mode where we freeze or we fight or flight the situation. We move away from present state of being into a future state. Now this also shuts down our executive functioning and prevents us from thinking clearly. This is why when we're stressed out, we can make poor decisions and act in self-destructive ways. Did you hear that? So what he's saying is that when we are stressed and when we're having anxiety, our body just commonly goes into a hyperreactive state or a hyperactivated state, and it will put us into survival mode. And in survival mode, we will do two things. We'll freeze out of fear, or we will fight and flight the situation. And when we do these things, we're not dealing with what's happening right now because our anxiety has us so focused on what could happen in the future until we're not thinking about the present because we're already thinking about what's going to happen to us in the future, which shuts us down emotionally and prevents us from thinking clearly and rationally in the present because we are so worried about the future. And that is why it is not a good idea for us to make decisions when we are stressed or when we're having anxiety. So this is why he says that prayer or meditation are highly effective because when we are in these states and we take time to meditate or we take time to pray, it lowers our anxiety and it helps us to react in a rational way because we had time to think, we had time to pray, and we had time to focus. Because at this point, we're looking to somebody or something outside of ourselves, and we're taking ourselves away from the situation, and we're putting ourselves in a calmer place where we can calm down and relax our anxiety. So in addition to all the self-care tips that we have discussed today to help you deal with anxiety, 
I would encourage you to do those things, of course, because they are helpful. But I would also encourage you to include prayer or meditation and make this a part of your daily routine. This will help you get through times of anxiety. And you might be dealing with anxiety now, but this will help you in the future to deal with anxiety. And it will help you in the future to handle stress and to deal with things better. So my encouragement to you this week is to somehow add in prayer or meditation into your daily routine and to try to do some of the self-care tips to help you if you are experiencing anxiety. Now, the song that we're going to listen to today is called Since You've Been Gone. And this song is about an individual who has not been praying and realized how much peaceful they were when they were praying. Now, I specifically picked this song today because it helps us realize how much peace we can have when we realize we are not in control. So, here is the song, Since I've Been Gone. People always want to say, I can live life my way, and there's nothing God can do to me or to you. It's true that we have a choice to do wrong or right, but what if he walked away and left you doing your own thing? I thought that I could handle Yeah. 
podcast, I would like to send a big thank you to Anique Music for their sponsorship. Anique Music is the publishing company, and they publish and they also represent all of the songs heard here on the podcast. And they have been our sponsors for the past year and a half. They are working on some amazing things for the show. And I am really thankful for their sponsorship and their partnership. So thank you so much, Anique Music, for your continued support. Guys, I want to say thank you to you and you and you and you and you. Thank you guys so much for taking time every week to hang out with me, listen to the podcast. Thank you for just being amazing. I do see that you are sharing the podcast because we are increasing in the amount of people who are listening and in the amount of downloads. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Continue to share the podcast. If you know someone this week who is experiencing stress and anxiety, then please I would like you to send this particular episode of the podcast to them so that they can hear some of the self-help tips or the self-care tips on what they can do to help them with their anxiety. So if you know someone who's dealing with anxiety right now, share the podcast with them, even while I'm speaking. Like, do it now. Share the podcast. I also want to just say, guys, if you have subscribed to the podcast, thank you so much for subscribing. But if you have not, you still have time to do it. So... What I'm going to do, which is what I try to do every week, I'm going to put a link to the podcast in the show notes. So what you do is you go in, you read the show notes, click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to the podcast. It'll take you to a page that will have the page with the podcast on it where you can find it in the Apple or iTunes store. But then it'll have like a little rectangular um, box at the top and it'll say listen to podcasts on Apple Music. Click on that. When you click on that, it'll take you to the podcast page on Apple Music. And then you'll see the subscribe button underneath the description of the podcast. Click that and you would be subscribed to the podcast. Okay? So do that. While you're there, you can also leave me a review. But if not, that's good. That's still fine. But I really want you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be up to date on everything, kept informed. I am trying to wait probably a month or so before I start throwing in extra podcasts and little fun things, but I just want to give you guys a chance to subscribe to the podcast. So go ahead and get that done, okay? If you have not. If you have, thank you. If you haven't, it's cool. Just go ahead and get it done. All right? Well, if you guys are interested in contacting me, we have several ways to do that. The best way, I would say, is to go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page, and it's called the Music and Vibes Podcast. Go to the Facebook page and send me a message. I'll also try to remember to put a link to that in the show notes as well so that you can just click on it. Another way you can connect with me is just to go to musicandvibes.com, and you can connect with me there. They'll have like a contact page or whatever, and you can send me a message there. Regardless of how you do it, these are the best ways to connect with me. And if you connect with me, I promise you, I'll answer your message, I'll talk to you, whatever you want to do, whether you have any questions, any suggestions, I'm here. I will be here, and I'm interested in what you have to say, what you think, what you want to hear. So just contact me and let me know. And that is how you can contact me, and that's the best way to contact me. If you contact me, I promise I will respond to your message, to your suggestion, or to your question. All right? Well, guys, I think that is it. I think that is all for now. So, I don't have anything else. So, if you have anything else that you can think of that you want to talk about, then message me or email. Well, message me or send me something through the 
website. And if not, and if I have something else, I'll just put it on Facebook. All right. Well, guys, I think that is all. So if you have any questions or anything, don't forget to contact me. But until we meet again, I will talk to you later. Please try to enjoy your week. Come up with some fun, fascinating, and interesting things to do. And try to enjoy yourself. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye.